Welcome to Bang the Table Talks, a podcast that discusses the evolving world of community engagement. Explore and learn with us as we host conversations with leaders in community engagement, stakeholder consultation, and public participation. We'll discuss current trends, best practices, as well as tips, tools, and ideas for better engagement programs. Hello, my name is Stephanie, and I'm a practice lead at Bang the Table. It is my pleasure to welcome Nicole Malençon today. She's from the city of Moncton, and she's here to share his insight with us today about engagement in QQ and how she uses this tool. Hi, Nicole. Can you please tell us more about yourself and your role at the city of Moncton? Well, good morning, Stephanie. Thanks for inviting me here to chat with you today. So yes, my name is Nicole Melançon. I am the Manager of Communications and Bilingual Services here at the City of Moncton in New Brunswick, Eastern Canada. Here I specialize in strategic planning for long-term projects. I work in employee communications and engagement. I manage the official languages portfolio as Moncton is the only officially bilingual city in Canada which we are quite proud of. Since last year, I've been assigned to start developing in a more formal fashion, if you will, public participation initiatives. And this new partnership with Bang the Table is actually part of that mandate. So I'm really uh, excited to be here today. Mm, That's great, Nika. What are your objectives in developing an online presence? So for us, there are quite a few objectives, if you will. Essentially, to begin with, it was about facilitating public conversation So as most people can see, social media isn't always the easiest way to track conversations and public opinion on certain topics. While it's a great way to get some information out there, it's hard to provide a lot of detail. So it also helps us build some awareness about municipal issues. Some of them are more fun, like a playground upgrade. In other cases, they're perhaps more policy-based or focused on municipal services. In this way, the platform actually allows us to enhance civic engagement as well in a much more focused way. It also provides that safe and respectful space, which social media isn't always. And I know some people feel very uncomfortable with that. So using their screen name and other such tools on the platform, it makes it much easier for them to share their thoughts. And from a back-end point of view, it also allows us to pull out a lot of really interesting data to then provide some analysis to our decision makers, which is a lot easier to do in this fashion versus on other social media platforms. Thank you. In your introduction, you mentioned that you are in charge of engagement activities. So how do you think that your online presence will complement the other activities that you do with your community? Absolutely, that our Let's Chat Moncton site here through Bang the Table will supplement certain activities that we know we'll always do. So for example, an open house for those playground upgrades in a neighborhood, we'll always want to invite citizens and the children to come out and see the concept drawings, choose which playground equipment they prefer, that sort of thing. But it also provides an opportunity for those who can't attend that evening to participate in their own way. The other uh, great piece is that it allows us to provide a lot more information, package things up in a more interesting, visually appealing way. So we feel that this will be a great value for our community. And 
Are there specific elements that you will be able to do online that were not easy for you to do before? For sure, it's the opportunity to provide more in-depth information. As social media, we know that people, it's scrolling through, so we can't provide long, long texts of information or that sort of thing. But to drive them to our Engagement HQ platform, provide some visuals, provide an opportunity to weigh in with a quick poll or other such tools, it's really making gathering that data a lot easier for us, but also much more cohesive. So these are things that we definitely were not able to do before. Thank you for talking about your objective and your online presence. I'm now interested to know a little bit more about your experience with Engagement HQ. How was the onboarding process for you? It was surprisingly painless. I've used different softwares and it tends to take a little bit of time to get comfortable, whereas for this one, it was really, really easy, user-friendly, a great one-day training with yourself, Tiffany, and to the point where I felt that I wasn't going to break anything, right? That's always that nervousness you feel. I kind of joke that it was Nikon proof. So, and to the point where as I was building programs, I had a colleague that became a project administrator to support a project with me. And I felt comfortable enough to give her some training and she was able to take over and she just ran with it and it was very user friendly. So she actually ended up being a little bit envious that she couldn't use the same type of uh, software with her other clients. So all in all, <laughs> <That's funny. laughs> Uh, so if we go back in time about three months ago, how did you find the learning curve to create your site at first and to develop your first couple of projects? The biggest piece for me was mostly about how to gather the information I needed from my colleagues in the other municipal departments, how to interpret that information and then package it appropriately for Engagement HQ. So as an example, we did a project recently in partnership with our engineering department. So when I asked for information, obviously I got back a lot of technical documents, needing to break it down, finding definitions. It was about how do I, as a, also as a citizen, understand this information and present it in such a way that it's easy to understand for my neighbors, right? So that was actually more of the work. Once we figured out what we needed to be saying and what needed to be presented to the residents and how to say it, actually building the site became the easy part. So what we've decided is we're building new projects and sort of things. We're starting to build a bit of a checklist and some guidelines for the different departments, how to provide the information and what they need to provide in order to make that process easier for everyone as well. Right now, it's a shared learning curve, so, but we're doing pretty well. That's great. So let's come back to your site and in same fact so far. So you launched about three months ago with a couple of projects, including one about immigration and one project about winter activity. What is the reaction of your community so far with those two projects? The immigration project was actually really quite successful, in some cases a contentious topic, but this platform allowed us to do it in such a way that it remained respectful, that lots of people went and reviewed the information, were able to identify what were previous community successes and how we can build upon all of those. Even just the awareness building and education piece 
even if they chose not to engage proactively and provide commentary, the fact that they learned something new about this important topic was a huge win for us. We've gotten really good feedback from our community partners on that particular project. And so far as we've launched others, we're seeing that it's slowly building the momentum, uh, more registrations, people interacting for one project and then interacting with others. So that's really the, the happy domino effect for us. Great. I'm curious to know if you can already see how the data you collect will contribute to your thinking. And if you would have an example to share with us. Absolutely. So what we're seeing, for example, right now is we're developing a new urban park right in front of City Hall in the downtown core. This is not exactly the space for a typical playground. It really is an urban space. So we wanted to develop our residents thinking around how that could work. What did they envision in such a space? We know that we have a lot of people coming in to work downtown, just like in other municipalities, but we also have a lot of residents as well in our downtown core. Asking them specific questions about guiding principles, for example, making it accessible to everyone, what times of day would be most popular, is seating important, is lighting important, and seeing where people rank all of these criteria will definitely help feed the architect is thinking in his design, right? They are contributing one by one by one, and then as a whole into the design of this new downtown space. So we'll be able to show this with a bit of a campaign after the concept is finalized to show, okay, we know that, for example, 80% of you told us your seating was really important, and this is how we brought that into the design. If you told us lighting was important, this is how we brought that into the design. So we know in public participation principles, it's really important to follow up and to kind of close the loop. So this will allow us to do so. Otherwise, if we had just done a call out on social media, it would have been really difficult for us to kind of rein all that information in and do something really solid. It's so interesting to hear you about the openness of the decision maker to these contributions and their willingness to consider the contributions. Thank you. And you just sharing a, such a great example. So in closing, can you summarize the benefits you noticed with the development of your online presence? A couple of things. For us inside, I guess it's about the data that we're able to collect and analyze. So that's really helping decision makers, even though we recognize it's not a statistically sound survey, but doesn't make the feedback we got any less uh, valuable because the people that did choose to engage, we know really care, are passionate about that project. So we're getting quality information from those who are engaging. The fact that we know how many people consulted the information and that are now more aware about some of the details is also a huge win for us, even though they chose not to participate. That is totally their prerogative and that's fine. We're okay with that. The idea too is that it allows us to reach out to people in a different and new way, which seems to be really uh, resonating with people. So that's a, a great outcome for us so far. So great. Thank you, Nicole. It's great to have you with us today. Is there anything else you would like to share before we? Uh 
finish this webinar or this podcast? I guess at this point for me, it's to start to manage all the requests that are coming in because the word is getting around City Hall how uh, useful and fun and practical this tool is becoming. So I'm now having to build a bit of a calendar to schedule <laughs> the different projects that want to uh, want to be onboarded into the our engagement HQ portal. So uh, looking forward to see what the next few months will bring. Yeah, you can see the impact of your success. Exactly. Yeah. Thank you so much for taking the time to let tell us more about the City of Mountain online presence today. I want to remember everyone that the name of the site is Let's Track Mountain, and I invite everyone to take a look. Thanks again, Nicole. My pleasure. Glad to be here. Thank you for tuning in to Bang the Table Talks. Join us for future conversations as we explore the capacity and insight that online engagement has to offer. Check out our other learning resources at bangthetable.com.